0: Thank you so very much for listening. I'm your host, Dr. H, and remember to tell all of your freedom friends every week. They can join us live on the America Out Loud talk radio network and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com. Also, they can find us on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks. Just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa and listen in wherever you would like. Energetic Health Radio is sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. The best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. Proven holistic nutrition, proven detoxification and fasting, proven art of cellular healing, and so much more. Join the EHI family of healers today. Go to Energetic Health Institute. Dot .org Lastly folks make sure you sign up for at least the free Thursday September 7th virtual at healingfortheages.com we're going to be laying out the timeline of how all of these bioweapons came into being we're going to be laying out the interconnectivity of them as well and if you would like to know what solutions you can employ and how amazing your body is to be able to deal with this age of bioweapons that has been thrust upon us, then you can join us and register at healingfortheages.com for our Friday and our Saturday sessions. We would love to have you. Just go ahead and put in promo code OUTLOUD. That's promo code OUTLOUD and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy. We are gonna teach you how to never live a moment of your life in fear. All right, folks, we have a fantastic show for you And speaking of never living your life in fear, we have a great special guest with us today, uh, Carrie Bigford. Carrie Bigford is one of the leaders and one of the best organizers I've ever seen when it comes to dealing with the damn vaccine mandates and and just the incredible government bureaucratic psychopathic overreach into thinking that we as free Americans, remember Land of the Free, Home of the brave, that we get to get told what goes into and upon our bodies, that we get to get told as parents what we have to put in our children's bodies so that we can access an indoctrination for them. Notice I didn't call that an education, an indoctrination for them that we pay for. I mean, you want to talk about like really missing the mark. Hold on, let me get this straight. I pay my taxes like a good citizen. I pay my taxes. You misappropriate the taxes in terms of 3.5, 4, 4 4.5 and growing trillion dollars on this pandemic lie. And then you also misappropriate my dollars to tell me that I have to go into slavery and You get to tell me what my child goes into their body, what goes on their body, so that they can go into an indoctrination camp called a K through 12 school in this country and be taught about a whole bunch of things I don't want them learning about. I send my children to school, or at least I would like to. That's what my dollars are there for. I would like to send my children to school to learn how to critically think to learn how to ask questions, to learn about what good governance is, to learn about the three branches and what their rights and their duties really are. Heaven forbid to be able to learn what two plus two equals. Heaven forbid to be able to learn how to use English correctly. Heaven forbid to learn about some real science, not the science with a dollar sign in front of it. Heaven forbid to actually learn how to be good people and develop great relationships with friends that can last them a lifetime. I don't send them there to learn about their sexuality. They'll figure that out. We all did. I don't send them there to be indoctrinated on what new propaganda the Democrats want to put out. Yeah, I said it. And no, the Republicans aren't much better, most of them the rhinos, right? But still, you get what I'm getting at here. I send my kids to school, not an indoctrination camp. I send them to an environment where I know they're going to be safe, heaven forbid, right? That they're going to be safe while I'm working so I can pick them up later in the day and ask them, hey, son, hi, daughter. How was your day? Tell me about your day. Let's talk as a family and do something revolutionary. Let's talk while we make dinner together. So I can learn how amazing your day was. I don't send them to these places so that they can become indoctrinated little mindless thugs walking around on this planet. But that's what they're creating. And to get into that indoctrination camp, you got to take these indoctrination shots, please. Folks, this is ridiculous. And thankfully, someone out there agrees who actually goes beyond, far beyond, simply the passion that so many people in our great nation have, I should say our once great nation have, right? There are so many amazing mama bears out there, some really awesome papa bears too. I like to throw myself in that category from time to time. There's so many amazing mama bears out there, folks. I went to Oregon um, to speak at a um, and give testimony at a uh, 2019 bill that uh, Senator Dennis Linthicum was championing the fight against. That's where I first met Senator Dennis Linthicum, who is working uh, with me, become a dear friend, him and his lovely wife, Diane. Dear friends uh, over the last several years as we've really championed this grand jury effort um and what we were doing was we were speaking out against the insanity of forcing a parent to do something against their will just to access the education that our tax dollars provide or the indoctrination if you will and one of my great memories of this entire movement see i was a refugee california had just fallen and There was no way to get my children into school anymore. I had to start homeschooling, which was hard, but I did it. And I said, you know, this California is falling by the wayside. I I don't have enough connections here. I don't feel like dealing with this. I'm going to go somewhere where it hasn't fallen yet and see if I can get involved. So I moved my entire family up to Oregon. And when I moved my entire family up to Oregon, you know, we were happy there for the first year, two years. And then these bills that were showing up in California started showing up in Oregon. So I said, well, I can't sit on the sideline this time and hope that some great mama bears get this done. I got to get involved. So I got involved with some organizations. And what became very clear was that, you know, the passion was there. The will to was there in spades. The organization wasn't there you know there were people doing the best they could and it was great but it just wasn't over the top now that's not to say there weren't successful people who were well organized i'm saying just by and large there was a there was a lacking of that and so um, you know, you get in and you start going, "Wow, we we have some work to do. We have to get better organized. We, we really do. And my model has always been the civil rights movement. I think the one of the greatest boycott campaigns in our in our country's history is the Montgomery bus boycotts that was brilliantly conceived, brilliantly executed and and incredibly effective, right? And how do you get there? Because people planned it out. They said, "Look, this is how we're going to do it." I mean, I think to this day we want to stop digital currency, which I'm think i'm I'm working on right now. Um, is we, and one, one day we pull all of our money out at the same time and we say, we will implode you banks. We will implode you unless you do what we want you to do. We give you the power and you don't, aren't given that power to abuse it, right? Well, it's the same thing with the legislatures. We give you that power. We write the checks. We didn't give you that power to abuse it. We didn't give you that power so you could go and sell out to the pharmaceutical industry and the globalists, which has happened. So in 2019, this bill comes up, you know, mandates, and I'm like, here we go again. I'm, I, I just fled from this. And one of my great memories was speaking at the Oregon State Capitol in Salem and uh, at a committee meeting. And it was really awesome. I walked in, some people recognized me and said, hey, Dr. H, you got to move, move him right up to the front of the line. They put me up there and I you know, started speaking and I, I laid these people out. I, the You know, they brought in some industry shills and they, of course they brought in a little girl who was immune compromised, poor little girl. And I have, don't you want me to go to school too? You know, and all that other bullshit. And so what ends up happening is, you know, I'm speaking and you can see the committee not paying attention. You have to like grab their attention. Like, hey, you want to listen to me? I'm actually providing testimony that's important here, but you've already made up your mind, haven't you, right? What was awesome was there were five rooms of mama bears overflowing, waiting for testimony. And the way they had set up that session was that every single one of them was going to get a right to speak. That testimony went on for hours of mama bears irate at what was going on. Now, the committee ultimately still pushed it through. And if it wasn't for Senator Linthicum, um, pull in an incredible, great uh, political maneuver at the 11th hour. They would have gotten that bill passed. But thanks to Senator Dennis Lenticum and a whole bunch of other folks that uh, he was able to bring together um, on the legislative side at the 11th hour, they walked out and they torpedoed that bill. And it was a brilliant stroke of genius. And now they've since modified the rules and are are basically going to prevent Americans who use that tactic that Senator Linthicum really put together. um, They're going to make sure that you can't run for office again. I mean, it's this ridiculous stuff, right? Like We're going to get our way because we're tyrants and we're bullies. Well, we have some folks that like to push back and Carrie Bigford is someone who likes to push back. She's a leading voice um, and the head of outreach uh, with the Texans for vaccine choice. And I met her when I went down to, um, to speak at Ernest's Ernest Ramirez's uh, event in Houston, Texas, a few weeks ago, and it was immediate that she had something special for the world. I was talking with her. She was she has an entire program that she takes volunteers who are passionate and have the will through, so that they can learn how to engage with the public, how to engage with. Um, senators and legislators how to engage with attorneys how to engage this conversation and she has put together something truly magnificent that i think is a template and a model for where we have to go in terms of organizing our grassroots advocacy on these important topics so not only can we make sure we are efficient but we can make sure we are highly effective I have never seen something in all the years I've been at this, and I've been at this since 2005, really, folks. I have yet to see someone be anywhere near as organized, effective, and have the pelts on the wall to show for it as uh, Carrie Bigford uh, with Texans for Vaccine Choice. So we're going to bring her on in the next two segments. You're going to hear her passion. You're going to hear her love. You're going to hear her with a plan because passion and love are great. But if you have a plan, it can be something special. And she's got something special to share. Uh, So, and we're going to show you how to get in touch with her so that you can learn how to do it and get educated in your chapters, wherever you may be. And we can start having a template that does look like the Montgomery bus boycotts, but for something even much more important. And that is what she calls medical liberty. And I call health freedom. They're really synonymous terms. Okay, so I hope you'll stay on and join me for a fantastic interview that you will be amazed by uh, with Carrie Bigford right after these messages. Folks, remember, you can listen to Energetic Health Radio live Saturdays and Sundays, 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. And make sure also to check out Looking for Healing Radio with Dr. Brian Artist, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Janice Schmidt, and yours truly every weekday, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. And you can even go to the Looking for Healing show page on the AmericaOutloud.com webpage or website and submit a health question for me and all of my healing homies right there. And every Friday, we will get to those questions as many as we can, because we love being here for you. So stay tuned right after the break. We'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio and Carrie Bigford of Texans for Vaccine Choice. Thank you so much. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by
1: science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health.
0: Naturally. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutloudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. COFIXRX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. all right healers welcome back energetic health radio is also sponsored by globalhealing.com you've heard it before simply the finest most potent most effective natural medicines in the world today feel the difference integrity and love for medicine making can make for you go to globalhealing.com in a promo code out loud and discover the medicine god intended for us all folks i was just on with dr group and with dr Artis, And this is what i love about dr dr ed group everybody at Global Healing, when he gets an idea on something, his entire team is set up to make it happen because they have great structure, great organization, great leadership, and they make it happen. So Dr. Artis wanted some liposomal. I think it's even, it's, it's uh microsomal. I mean, it's like, it's even better than the liposomal stuff of calcium EDTA. And boom, Dr. Group figured out how to make it happen, figured out how to make it happen in really a matter of months. And now we're going to be testing that out. I can't wait to put some in my body and see about it, pulling some of those heavy metals out without me having to go through intravenous work. So anyway, I'm going to tell you, there just isn't somebody out there doing it better, period. And so those are products you can trust and somebody who loves you that maybe you haven't met yet. All right. But a good copy and a good dude and just a good mission that we support 100%. I want to bring you somebody else today, though, that you uh maybe haven't met, but who loves you just the same. And that is our special guest today, Carrie Bigford, one of the main leaders and great organizers for Texans for Vaccine Choice. Carrie, how are you doing today?
1: I am doing great, Dr. H. Thanks for having me on. And I am indeed the outreach director for Texans for Vaccine Choice.
0: That's right. And folks, I'm going to tell you this is the person, the template. She's got the template. You can see it. You know it. You can see it in the production. You can, you're going to hear it and how she talks. If you are wondering, well, I want to do something. This is the person to talk to. If you're in another state, it's to contact her through Texans for vaccine choice right at the top of the web page. There's a thing for volunteer. Click that button, get a communication to Carrie. She will share what she is doing and help you get your organizations where you are set up so that we can mount the comeback. And that's what we got to get started, the comeback. Hope is not a strategy but a great plan and a great structure, great organizational capabilities like Carrie has that she's ready to share. This is the template for us moving forward. I know the goods when I see it and she's got the goods folks. So Carrie, tell us all a little bit about how you got into the health freedom movement, which you also call, I think the medical liberty, the medical uh, liberty movement movement, uh, as well. Tell us about it.
1: So I became an advocate for medical liberty in 2004 when I had someone close to me, had a child that was severely injured um, catastrophically by vaccines. And I also heard about the NCDIA at a work conference. And the confluence of those two events kind of sparked my desire to become an active advocate for medical liberty way back in
0: 2004. You know, and this is how we all get into it, right? Mm-hmm. The, these damn shots. And now it's a question for everybody at all ages, but it used to be where it was just a question for when you're a parent and you're about to have mm-hmm. kids and that's how they kind of kept the conversation very small. Yep. Right. But then what happens? How did we all get into these, these movements? How do we become activists and say something ain't right here because okay. we see something. We witnessed wrong.
1: something terrible happen. And then the gaslighting and the abandonment that happens to those people that suffer the injuries also.
0: Oh, always, right? Always. I mean, we've seen this happen yes. with our, our men and women in the armed mm-hmm. services. I've worked with plenty of people who got dishonorably discharged because yeah. they were injured by the damn shots. We see this happen with parents. I mean, I always like mm-hmm. to point people back to Holly Stavola. You know, mm-hmm. go listen to Robin Stavola's story. Go, you, 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 folks, you will be in tears. Right, Sheila Ely, her story. You just watch that in uh, in in Vaxxed. You know, we know what's going on Mm -hmm. now, what Carrie is saying, okay, well, let's do something about it. So tell us Carrie, just to get people an idea of some of the successes you've had as a outreach coordinator, as a Mm -hmm. leader in organizing and bringing people Mm -hmm. together. What are some, some, some of the successes you've had with Texans for vaccine choice?
1: Well, we've been really lucky to be blessed with incredible volunteer advocates who have gone through our outreach coordinator training program and have then taken those skills into their communities to create real change. We have been able to have multiple health um, district websites modify and change their websites to reflect more accurately the risk regarding COVID, especially the risk to children regarding COVID and the overselling of the benefits to the COVID vaccines. We have been able to work within districts with legislators to get different legislation championed this past legislative session. We have been able to have this incredible and astounding personal growth tsunami come through our entire organization as our advocates have become more through this process of effective advocacy. We have been able to accomplish so much just statewide. In this past year, we've trained almost 30 outreach coordinators statewide. They're hosting events all over the state. They're meeting with their you know, local government officials. They're going to the Capitol. They are everywhere doing all the things. It's, it may be me that created the program, but it is every single one of our amazing volunteers that makes that program come alive.
0: Amen, and that's what we love hearing, right? It's not just the hope; it's not just the desire, right? But that there's actually a plan. Yes, so you know what I mean. There is a strategy, and there are yes. tactics that are successful and work and are undeniable because they've been refined. How long did it take you, just out of curiosity, developing this this idea and this plan that you've kind of put constructed? How long did it take you to get it to where it is today?
1: I worked like a mad, crazy woman pretty much (laughs) 24-7, getting downloads from the universe, pouring this out of me like a fountain for about two months. I had, I guess, been living dormant somewhere in my space before then. I had always wanted to find a pathway to make this effective. I had always been dissatisfied with my experience as a volunteer with other organizations because of the lack of structure. But it was about two months of fervent insanity of I could not tight fast enough. I could not get it out fast enough. I could not rest until it was there. And the pathway was just crystal clear before me. Um, And I have just been doing my best to be a good steward of such a wonderful plan.
0: Amen. You hear the humility, folks? This is why I love her. Do you hear the humility, right? She's done this tremendous work. And of course, glory goes to God. We all know that. But she's done this tremendous work. And what do you still have? Humility and gratitude, right? That's how you know when you're listening to somebody that's really about the mission and not putting themselves above the mission, right? And that's what I love. You, there are people that you will never hear on my show. You all know this about me. There are people you will never hear on my show because they, put, they always and consistently put themselves above the mission. And it's a dead giveaway every single time they do it. The number one hallmark of a healer, a true healer, is selflessness, so I love hearing that kind of stuff uh, coming out of you naturally, Carrie. It's just like, look, this is how I think and how I it's, see it, right? It's
1: the truth, though. I mean, the it, it is the volunteers who donate their time to us. These are volunteers who come and they spend hours with me because we train you in four different categories of outreach. We train you how to spark the conversation, how to network effectively, how to go to field trips and how to host events. We spend months resourcing you with everything you could ever possibly desire to know. But then that person, that wonderful volunteer who has gifted me with their time, they have to go and be the hands and feet. They have to go and make those connections. They have to use that information. And that is what's been so special for me about this program is getting that feedback, hearing from them how these people who felt so weird and so forlorn and so abandoned have a home now. It's been so healing for me to get to know all of them and to see the uniqueness, the the way that they're sparking their own creativity as an advocate, like that is the best part is watching them become more and have these great ideas that I didn't even come up with, that I just gave this framework to, that they have decided to get all passionate and fiery in their belly about. To just go and do what they can do, and it's that beautiful unfolding of everyone discovering and doing what they can do that really creates the symphony that will transform everything that we're hearing right now.
0: Amen. It is going to
1: take each of us doing what we can do.
0: Please remind me before we get done here today. Mm-hmm. I have to introduce you to Leah Wilson and Valerie at Stanford okay. Health Freedom. I, they, you all, there's, there's going to be a great synergy. Uh, okay. from there and 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 extra growth. see I agree with you I, I've been involved with uh, I, I was on the board of uh, of two, three, two at least two uh, children's health defense chapters, mm-hmm. you know and I love everybody that's on the ground, the volunteers and yeah. the leadership at the chapter level, right They've just been fantastic. I mean you're talking about people with brilliant hearts like I, I have to say, You know, um, Alex is just phenomenal at what she did. She she actually broke away from CHD to start her own organization because of some of the problems that come up with that. Right. And it's like, that's what you see all the time. You have Mm -hmm. so many people with great hearts ready to do the work. And they're just saying, tell me what to do. I'll do it. But they don't have any leadership telling them what to do, training them how to do it, helping to overcome some of the innate fears and innate hesitancies that we all experience. Yeah. So I got two questions for you. The, the simple one is, what do you ask of your volunteers in terms of time commitment? Because this is how we know you're being efficient. And the second follow-up to that is, I'm afraid to go and talk to somebody. How do you help me overcome my fears to spark this conversation?
1: Those are great questions. So first I would say the time commitment that we ask for our volunteers is eight hours per month. And that usually encompasses one outreach activity and one to two hour long training calls per month. And that is a reasonable and realistic expectation that I have seen lived out over and over and over again with our volunteers. You can be highly impactful with eight hours a month, not a week, but a month. And in terms of overcoming fears,
0: How, how, let me just say, folks, do you believe in freedom? I do. Do you believe in our children? I do. Right. Do you believe that what's going on is wrong? I do. Or do you mean to tell me that you can't find eight hours in a month to be guided by somebody who knows what they're doing so that it's a productive eight hours? It's not just you spinning your wheels in the mud, getting frustrated because Everybody's passionate, but doesn't know which direction to pull, you know, our freedom train. Folks, I got to tell you, eight hours a month, this is the benefit of organization and somebody who has structure. And that's why I keep saying to you, what Carrie has put together is revolutionary. It is the template. It is the way forward. For every organization out there, the CHD chapters, more or grassroots organizations that are ready to start pulling the train in the same direction because we realize it's gone off the tracks and we got to correct it. Carrie, that second follow-up question, mm-hmm. how I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid to talk. I, I I don't know. It's little old me and I how could I possibly make a difference, right? How do you <laughs> help me overcome my fears? and spark that conversation that has to happen.
1: So we actually include an entirely optional coping skills corner module to our training program. And we teach you coping skills like emotional freedom technique or body-based tapping, which is one of them, a progressive relaxation, grounding, and then deep belly breathing. So you can use as much or as little as those coping skills as you want. I even provide a monthly coping skills call where you can come together and build community with your fellow OCs and with me as we work through those advocacy-related limitations together. But we do teach you very legitimate self-care coping skills that you can engage with at whatever level you need to, to move through that resistance. And I'm always willing to share my story of moving through my resistance, which wasn't insignificant at all.
0: <laughs> what, 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 is, what was your story? Like, tell us about what your experience of getting through all that was.
1: So I when I first started, I didn't know the coping skills that I currently use in the program. So I kind of just decided that I was going to force myself to go start talking to people. And I had to go to a, a town like 45 minutes away so that I could be anonymous, so that if it all went to crap, then I could leave and nobody would ever see me again. Like, that's what <laughs> I needed as a buy-in. That may be funny, but it is also where I was, right?
0: It's but it's real. That's it's what I where love I about was. It. That was brilliant. how I felt. It's brilliant. Now- <laughs> it's like I'm gonna go and do a test, right? I'm gonna go and test this out and see how it works.
1: I could not get rid of the idea that I was supposed to go and start talking. There was something in this that I was supposed to do. I could not deny that feeling. And I also had no idea what I was doing and felt very anxious about it. So that felt like my compromise. Um, but now I recommend clients, you know, for people here on the program to use EFT as a way to kind of move through that. That is the fastest and most effective and efficient way to help move through your limitations. You can do it before the encounter, even during the encounter and certainly after the encounter to help you take that next step forward. But I definitely did it in a way that I would not recommend as I'm sure there's more emotionally pleasant ways to go about it.
0: So what was, what was one of the negative experiences when you first were getting started that you were like, okay, I got to get better at this.
1: So when I first started, first of all, I realized that I hadn't dealt with my trauma story. So anytime someone would say to me that vaccine injury wasn't real, I would get triggered Mm -hmm. and it would distract me from staying focused and on topic. So I had to learn as an advocate, how to deal with that feeling of trauma that came from that vaccine injury story. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I had to deal with that because not everybody understands, right? I had to do some work to develop compassion for all the people who didn't know what they didn't know. And how can I bridge build with them without getting caught up in anything else other than that person in front of me? And how can I reach them with a bridge for information that I know they must have?
0: Amen. You know, amen. This is brilliant. And this this gets into, folks, the great book um, that so many people have read. The four agreements. Oh right? yeah. John Miguel Release. Right. It's a it's a wonderful read. It it's is. a quick read. You it can is. listen to it on audiobooks, but it can help get you in the right mind frame. Mm-hmm. Of course, the great books, right? Yep. Scripture, huge, yeah. right? For helping us know. But like for me, this is where I was I've been talking with my audience for so long about we have four great opportunities in front of us. First one is take no offense. And I was telling people I was failing at this miserably for like a year and a half after God told me, you dude, this is where you got to do. It was a joke. It was like, I've never failed at something so much in my life. And, and while I'm doing it, like in real time failing, I know I'm failing. You know what I mean? It was just like, doc, how often are you going to fail at this before you get better? The second one is to speak truth, which we all want Mm -hmm. to do. The third one is to take no, uh, excuse me. (laughs) The third one is to um, be selfless. And the fourth is to remain humble. What I found in most volunteers is the last three, they like to speak true. Sometimes a little, you know, you got to get, you got to get your feet wet and get used to that. Mm -hmm. But by and large, what do we see in a volunteer? A volunteer is going to be selfless and Mm -hmm. be very humble. It's the other two that we got to help them get over the hump with. And one of the things I've started telling myself as we lead into break, uh, Carrie, one of the things that I do now, I even type it out on Twitter. Every now and then, I have some fun with the the Nazi trolls on Twitter. Like yesterday, I wasted like thirty minutes or something back and forth. No, I know you are, but now what am I? I know you are, but what are, you know doing that because it's sometimes fun for me. Just like I can't believe you are getting so twisted up about anything I would say. Um, but. Um, that didn't get me upset and it didn't ruin my day. And it didn't take me off of task and and it doesn't change how I feel about myself because implicit to that, I'm telling them, I love them every Mm -hmm. time. And one of the things I do now more than anything else is I say, this is an opportunity for me to take no offense. Mm -hmm. You know, your opinion and my opinion are different. That's okay. um, for right now, even though your opinion needs to grow (laughs) when we're talking about this topic, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but, um, it comes down to healers, you know, this is an opportunity to take no offense. And as soon as I say that to myself, I get into a mentality of, okay, well, now let's start really listening to understand what is this person really saying? I've been indoctrinated. What is this person yeah. really saying? I don't want to do the work to question this. What is this person really saying? I've gotten shots. I've gotten my kid shots and I don't want to feel guilty and I don't want to worry about another thing right. That's going on. Right. I want to have something in my life, even if it isn't trustworthy that I've lied to myself and believe it's trustworthy. And for whatever reason, it's this stupid topic, you know, and that's what it comes down to. So now it allows us to engage that wonderful compassion, right. And go, okay, look, I'm going to listen to you. And I'm, and then it takes the energy down and now it's not a confrontation anymore, but like you said, it's an, it's an encounter. It's an experience. It's
1: a connection opportunity.
0: There you go. It's an
1: opportunity to connect with someone in an authentic way. It's so important to meet someone where they are. They yeah. can't come to you. If they could come to you, you would be there making daisy chains together. Right. You <laughs> must go to them as an advocate. You must go to them.
0: And that's what love does. It yes. goes to people. It's That's why we call it out reach, right? right? Mm -hmm. Because we want to reach out to people and share information from the heart for the betterment of all. That's what it comes down to, right? We're going to be right back with uh, Carrie Bigford and folks, are you getting excited? I I get excited. I'm pumped right now. Like I want to go volunteer. Mm -hmm. I don't want to just go volunteer though, without a plan. And when we come back, we're going to be talking about that plan, a little bit of the training program. Those of you out there that are in organizations already volunteering, I want you to meet Carrie. Those of you out there that are thinking, oh, there's a plan. I I can do something. I want you to meet Carrie. All right. I want you to get this plan and start knowing that you can do exactly what this healer has done in her communities, in her state. You have the exact same power to do it. And she's going to give you the tools to make that possible. we write back with more Energetic Health Radio and Carrie Bigford, right after these messages. While the cancel culture destroys our history, bringing crime and terror to city streets, America Out Loud. News will enhance its own message of love and honor for the American traditions and constitutional values that have always been the backbone of what America means, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity.
1: I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. How do we protect our bodies from harm in a world filled with invisible threats? In each one of our trillions of cells, a remarkable process takes place in the mitochondria, which is known as the powerhouse of the cell. Redox signaling molecules are produced here, and ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. And the results speak for themselves. As someone who needed an energy boost at a crucial time in my life, I was introduced to ASEA. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD.
0: All right, healers. Welcome back. And just want to remind you, we got Healing for the Ages coming up September 7th, 8th, and 9th. September 7th, you can go to healingfortheages.com and sign up for our free masterclass Q&A session, right? It's going to be fantastic. We're going to be laying out the historical timeline of bioweapon development. And yes, GMOs are on that historical timeline. We have to understand that GMOs, genetically modified foods, have been a 1.0 version of the bioweapons. Okay, we're gonna, I'm gonna explain that to you all in, in very clear ways. Um, we're gonna give you a historical timeline so you can see how far back this really chases. I actually might be able to trace this back, folks, to Mesopotamia. <laughs> all right, I'm, I may be able to do that. All right, we've, I'm actually working on that right now with the 13th zodiac sign and some crazy stuff. We'll see how out there we really wanna go, but the core is gonna be definitely what's been going on since really about 19, post-World War II, I'd say is really going to be the core of development for the bioweapons and things like that. Um, We're also going to be talking, of course, on Um, Friday about how your incredible, amazing body is designed and all these great gifts God has given you that live within you. The medicine lives within you. And so you're going to learn so much about your body. You're going to fall in love with your body on Friday. There is no doubt. And then on Saturday, we're going to be talking about solutions to these bioweapons. Where have we gotten so far? What do we know that's working so far so that you don't have to live a moment in your life in fear and you can then go, okay, we got some serious problems. I need to learn how to be a great advocate for medicine. Liberty for health, freedom, same thing, synonymous. Um, and I'm going to go and learn with Carrie. All right. I'm going to go and learn how she does this because I have eight hours a month to fight for what's right. I have eight hours a month in my life to fight for my children. I have eight hours of time every single month to fight for freedom right? And you can do this very, 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 very much. We have to like resurrect Carrie, the abolitionist movement, right? Because like, that's really, we have, to, we have to stop slavery before yes. it starts really right. is what we're getting at here, everybody. So um, Carrie, you know, thank you for being with us. I, I, I have some more questions because I'm just mm-hmm. so over the moon. I know folks, that's my one superpower. If I have one, it's, I know the goods when I see it. Carrie's got the goods. All right. I know the real deal when I see it. All right. She's it. I've been talking with people in health freedom circles at, at advocacy level, volunteer levels. I've helped train some people as well. I know the goods when I see it. I've been in California. I've been in Oregon. I've been in Arizona. I've been in Colorado. I've been all over in Florida. I've been all over the country and many more places than that. And you see the same thing. Great hearts, great enthusiasm. No real leadership, no real organized plan, which is a recipe for disaster in this art of war. So tell us a little bit, Carrie, about your volunteer training program um, and what it really entails for people going through it. Give us a little window into it.
1: Okay. Well, our effective advocate training program consists of five modules, one of which is a video and four of which are live. The first module is just an introduction, kind of an overview of what the overall goals of the program are and the things you can expect to learn. It also introduces you to our coping skills module, which again is our optional coping skills portion of the program to help you take that next level. Then, when you begin your live modules, we start with sparking the conversation where we focus on five main facts of focus, right? Because you don't want to get in the weeds. We teach you how to have an effective and forward moving medical liberty conversation, right? And so we focus on specific topics, we role play how to end conversations that are not going well. We role play on how to regulate your emotional state as you're having these conversations with people. So we really get into sparking the conversation with all different types of people um, and really go into depth about that. Then the next module that we do together is we learn about networking. So we teach you all about how do you be an effective, you know, medical liberty advocate going to all these different groups? How can you be intentional in those choices and making those relationships and networking connections? And then we move on to field trips, which we spend a lot of time breaking down and researching each individual go- local government group that you can go to, right? So we in our program, we focus on the commissioner's court, the city council, the hospitals district, and the school districts. And so we go into each one of those factors of local government. We talk about how they connect to each other, how you can be effective. We give you all the resources to help you find where your local government meetings are. We have sample testimonies that you can figure out how to build a testimony if you want to do that. We have all the resources provided. And then in hosting events, how do you effectively communicate that message of medical liberty to large groups of people at a time? Right. So we have all the resources to help prepare you to do that. But we really help you map out a plan because each advocate has their own passion. I have some field trippers that love it. They love to field trip. They love to go to all the, the local government meetings and they love to have their three minutes of time on the podium. And they love to teach other people how to do that. And they love to put, you know, speak truth to power at a local government level. And that's amazing. We have lots of people who love to host the events and love to get cool featured speakers and love to have really fun, family friendly events all over the state. You know, we have people who love to just go out and spark the conversation and spread truth to the world like confetti but we teach you how to do all of those things and the entire training program happens virtually we meet every two weeks for two months there's a total of four live modules and we teach you how to do all of those things and in between we have communication there's an entire resource center where you can go and dive deeper into any topic of your choosing that we cover i mean it really is just a one-stop shop to help you become an effective advocate i love it
0: i i got to tell you folks um this is great. My, I, I, this has given me so much hope, this conversation. I got some, I got some ideas and, and a couple of comments here. First of yeah. all, I definitely want you to have a follow-up conversation with me. I want to be able to bring this advocacy structure that you've put in. I want to be able to add it to our um, Vax 101 course, mm-hmm. okay. um, which we, we teach because we break the entire, we, we empower um, vaccine education specialists to know what's in the shots, Mm -hmm. to know what the, uh, what, um, you know, varus is and how to access it and show people how to do it, what the law is around the 1986 national, um, childhood vaccine injury act, especially the 42 USC 300 double a 11 22 right. Um, and then we talk about surveillance reporting so that you can, then what you can do, like, what's the, what do you do when you do have a child that has been injured? Like, how do you help Mm -hmm. parents with some basic, Um, recommendations that they can go back and discuss with a qualified medical professional. So we have that already existing. I would love to bring in this advocacy component uh, with it. We have a class starting in October that I'd love for you to come in and team teach with me um, some of the advocacy stuff. But I would also love to, because we're taking that program and we're putting it on our do it yourself uh, portion of EHI. I would mm-hmm. love to add in that advocacy portion and make sure that a portion of any proceeds for the curricula go back to Texans for vaccine choice so that we got that kind of collaboration awesome. established and yeah. so we can help fund what's going on mm-hmm. with you all. All right. So we need to have a conversation about that and get that set up with leadership there and everything. And we, we're ready to roll like well, this. I love what you're doing to me. This should be like, Hey, if you want to actually get involved and do something, you need to learn advocacy from Carrie and you need to learn the education from the Energetic Health Institute. And you put those two things together, you are now ready to roll, especially if there is a group of you doing it, working together, and you don't have to be a lone ranger out there doing anything. Now, the other thing that was really exciting about what you said, Carrie, was that you got this whole you know, structure in here. Mm -hmm. But what was exciting was they're asking eight hours. Number one, you're asking eight hours. We can all do that. And then a month. And then you get into your lane. You don't have to do all four of these incredible, you know, categories of outreach. You can be somebody who's like, look, I'm really good at talking. I can Mm -hmm. spark conversations. You can be somebody that's like, I like bringing people together. I'm going to network. You can do the field trip thing because we do have some great mama bears (laughs) that do that so well. My favorite scene was back in Oregon. We were speaking against the uh, mandatory uh, bill in 2019, right? And Senator Dennis Lenticum, that's where I met him. He He and his wife, Diane, they were just doing great jobs of being like, no, we're not doing this. And what was so exciting was when I went to go give testimony, they had four rooms filled with moms overflow, Right. And it was just like, now it's corrupt government up there right now. So they mm-hmm. still move forward through the committee, which they shouldn't have. They had no reason yeah. to, but, you know, except for getting paid off. Right? Yeah. Um, but then it's like, I love this approach. Cause you're like, look, you don't have to be great at everything. What do you love to do? Let's do that. And let's give you the skills yeah. and hone those skills and, and, and have the information. And now it's undeniable. This is beautiful. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about like where you see the future for, you know, this, this program you've developed through Texans for vaccine choice, folks go to Texans for vaccine Texans for vaccine choice.com. And then right at the top, you'll see in the right side, volunteer button, click on that. That's how you get in touch with Carrie. It's the easiest way to get in touch with Carrie and say, Hey, I'm in, I'm in Massachusetts. Carrie. Um, and I got this organization that we've started, and we would sure love to work with you and help you train us on what's Car- Carrie. What would you say if somebody called you from Massachusetts or contacted you from Massachusetts?
1: I'm always working with people from other states because this is not a Texas issue. This is a humanity issue. If you are in a body, medical liberty matters to you.
0: <laughs> That's there you go. You see, so <laughs> so there, there's really no reason. There's, there's no, no reason to be like there's well, I can't do it. B.S. Yes, you can. And you have to. Yeah. Right? It's our You must.
1: We, we must. The option of staying neutral is over. If we want to maintain our medical liberty rights, we must defend them.
0: Amen. Right. Defend. There you go. You have a right to self-defense, folks. You have a right to defend your children. That's what we're talking about here. Right. From predators. They're predators. All right. That's the nicest description. When, when the nicest description you can make of someone is they're a predator. It's bad. All right. It is really, really bad, and, but we can make it really, really good because that's what love does. The greatest energy always prevails and love always wins, but that doesn't mean love wins without us doing the work. We got to do that yes. work still, right? And that's what you put together the work.
1: Absolutely. And more to your point about the long-term goals, mm-hmm. long-term goals is to make sure that we can maintain our freedom, that we can advance and further protect medical liberty in Texas and beyond because it needs to be protected. We cannot allow this bureaucratic process to silence our voice in the conversation of what happens to our bodies. That is insanity. And Mm -hmm. I will not be complicit in any way, shape or form. And by going local grassroots style, we are empowering individuals to remember the truth. The truth that they are free people who have free will to make choices to determine the way that their path comes along and that there is a lot that you can do even today with all the insanity to protect yourself and your family and to curb this craziness from continuing. They have tried so hard to make us forget our power and one of the best things that I love about this outreach program is that it helps you rediscover how powerful you always were. And it helps you channel that power into something productive and constructive so that you can be a part of the reawakening and the rebirth and not the destruction that's happening everywhere.
0: That's right. Let them destroy themselves. Yes. Right? We, we can be the change. I, I'm fine with that. I, I've said for a very long time, you know, like, hey, that's cool. You know, you go do you, you have the freedom to destroy yourself. Absolutely. You do not have the freedom to destroy me and the people I love, right? That's yes. the line, right? I love it. I love it. we're I I when we first got started on energetic health radio, that was something we always said. Reclaim the power you possess. You already possess this, right? Mm-hmm. It's remembering that you possess yes. this and being unapologetic about exercising it in the defense of that which you love. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what people dig. I this is what I dig about you, right? You're a you can say this is a cover the ears, folks. Dr. H is about to say something. All right. You're a take no shit mama bear. I am
1: indeed a take no shit mama bear.
0: (laughs) All right. I like take no shit mama bears Mm -hmm. because I'm a take no shit papa bear. Right. Mm -hmm. And if we have enough, take no shit mama bears and papa bears out there being constructive. Yeah. Right. Having a plan, working together, being really, really strategic and tactical in how we do what we do. Our victory is assured right? Because our enemy are cowards. They are cowards that try to buy their way into whatever they want, bully their way into whatever they want, try to guilt and shame us into it. And it's like, you know what? I I keep telling people this, Carrie, like, you know why I talk so much? I talk so much mess out there. It's because I'm not ill-intended. And I think this is something you got to remind yourself. Now, our styles will be different. I'm not asking anybody to be in your face like I am most of the time, right? Your style will be different. But you have to have that same unapologetic approach, that same I'm going to take no offense approach, too. I'm not going to get into I'm not going to respond the way that you're expecting me respond to get triggered and then have the conversation devolve into something ugly. I'm going to laugh and ask questions. And I'm going to ask questions that make you uncomfortable. And that you can't answer. And then I'm going to be able to answer those questions. And then when I answer those questions, what are you going to start doing? Because you don't know what you're talking about. You're going to start calling me names. And I'm not going to take any offense when you do that. You know, my favorite one, Carrie, for me, you're not a real doctor. You grifter. I'm like, I am the worst grifter in the world. If you saw my bank accounts, I am terrible at grifting, horrible at it. I I've failed that class. Definitely. Right. You know, like well, you're not a real doctor. All right, well, so this dude in the white coat that's trying to kill you is <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> when someone results to slander, I always know that I've won the One. argument. I, that's gun. I I know that I have won when you begin to personally attack me. I know that I've won.
0: That's what it is right there. Yes. And, and, but see, you can't really, a lot of people don't realize that and they get caught up in and that's where this training comes in. It's yeah. so important because yep. I'm sure you discuss things like that.
1: Yes, we do a lot of talk about regulation mm-hmm. because being able to co-regulate and to stay regulated is so important. And also being able to authentically connect with the person in front of you and identify what their very real concerns is also very important. And those are skill sets that need to be taught. They're, they're not endemic in our current cultural messaging.
0: Don't you feel good that a person like this exists, y'all? I mean, honestly, like that's my thought right now is like, oh my God, how good do I feel that somebody like this exists and is on our side, right? That somebody cares, can be organized, can put a lot of things together and put it together with humility, integrity, and love in it and wants to share it. And, this is, and there's this passion here about it too. I know the goods when I see it. kerry has got the goods. Folks, make sure you go to Texans for vaccine choice. Contact her. It doesn't matter where you are. Get these skills. If for no other reason than yourself, and maybe you start your own grassroots organization where you are, if one doesn't exist, this is how we win. This is how we come back from this brink that we've allowed ourselves to get to by simply saying, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not going the direction you want me to go. I'm not going to walk myself into a digital cattle car. You know, I'm not going to allow you to take me to an extermination camp. No, I'm not doing that. Now, what's your next idea that you have? What's your next bad idea, Mr. Billionaire that you have for me? Because I'm not doing it. I've been saying we need to defund the billionaires. You want to talk about defunding somebody? Let's defund the billionaires. How do we do that? By making sure we fund the right Mm -hmm. things, all right, each other. Okay. Yeah. So Carrie, you got final thoughts here. What's your final message to people listening in who are getting excited and going, yeah, I think I can do this.
1: You absolutely can do it. That's my message. You absolutely can do it. If you have a willing heart literally everything else is provided for you. All I really need is your willingness, your willingness to be open-hearted, your willingness to examine the methods that you've currently been using and your willingness to consider doing it a different way that may be more effective than what you've done in the past. Just
0: your willingness. Hey, come on, y'all. Come on now. All right. I told you I was going to bring you people that love you that maybe you never met. I feel great. This is the best I've felt in probably about six days, Carrie, talking to you. Oh,
1: yay. Thank
0: you. That happens because I know somebody else there is fighting with the same passion and same mind for strategy that I have as well. Because it gets a little exhausting when you're fighting and you're fighting intelligently. You see all these other great people fighting, yeah. but wasting a lot of energy and resources that we don't have, right? Yes, absolutely. It's like, it's like we don't need to friendly fire ourselves. Guys. No,
1: like- we do not need to control the opposition ourselves into defeat.
0: So uh, let me just say final shout out here to everybody who has filed a lawsuit against somebody in the health freedom, medical freedom movement and rescinded that lawsuit. Um, so, um, thank you for doing that. If you've done that, if you haven't, please do it soon because we have a bigger enemy in front of us and it's going to take all of us loving our way and working together to get to where we got to go. All right, Carrie, thank you so much folks. Check out Carrie and L the great mama bears over at, uh, and I'm sure there's some papa bears floating around too.
1: There are many papa bears.
0: Good. I love hearing that. Cause it's usually only me when I show up to things and I'm like, come on, where the dudes at, um, uh, you know, Check them out, Texans for texansforvaccinechoice.com, texansforvaccinechoice.com. Go and click on the volunteer button right on the top. Check out the whole webpage. Beautiful picture right on the front of it of people coming together and fighting for what is right, and that's freedom, and especially for our children. So remember, folks, as friends of God, we have four divine opportunities each day to take no offense, speak truth, be selfless, and remain humble, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember, healers, we are beings of light, and the greatest energy does always prevail so may god shine his divine light down upon us all everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace i'm dr henry ely founder of the energetic health institute make sure to tune in every saturday and sunday 3 p.m eastern noon pacific for more energetic health radio and until we meet again i say to you aloha and adios